Here at Chasing Growth, we use the Anchor app to record our podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free and easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I recommend it. We use it here at Chasing Growth. Welcome to Chasing Growth, a podcast on leadership ideas, organizational health, and personal growth. To help us spread the message of Chasing Growth, please subscribe, make a comment, and share this podcast on your social media. And now a new episode of Chasing Growth. Welcome to episode number 13 of Chasing Growth. Today, I want to talk about something that's very important when the pressure is on, when situations are changing, when not everything is as clear as could be, uh, when we're receiving information from all places. Uh, It's very important to know how to respond and not to react. It's during this season when we're dealing with the coronavirus and the pressure of the what's happening, you know, people losing their jobs, uh, churches are closed, and other things, when we should be uh, very good responding and not reacting. We saw what happened at the beginning with the whole coronavirus. People going crazy to the store, buying toilet paper, buying all kinds of things they didn't need. And actually, that because that bad reaction, that reaction... Uh, to, to another problem, which is people who actually were in need of those things, they were missing all those things. So reacting in many situations is bad. Now, reacting sometimes is not that bad. Reacting sometimes it helps. It can save you in, a, in, a, in an accident. You know, sometimes if you see your child falling in a, a split second, you run and, 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 and rescue them. Those, those type of reactions are fine. So reactions are there uh, to help us. Uh, reactions are there to help us, and, and but when we start reacting to situation, when we start reacting to relationships, is when we have the problem. Now, a lot of people use reaction and responding like it's the same word, but it's not. It's very different. Reaction is very natural. Reaction, how we react to, for example, uh, to an accident, you know, in, in a car when we, we're driving and, and we're in an accident, we don't have time to think. We don't have time to uh, come with a plan or anything. We just react. And sometimes that reaction can save your life. One time I was in a camping trip with some friends and I fell. I fell around eight feet down on rocks. And when I was, f- I, I lost my balance. I go and I fall. I supposed to fall on my back. But somehow when I'm falling on the air, I turn around and I landed on my shoulder. Thank goodness, because it could have been really bad falling on my back on those rocks. Uh, a year later, Sur- uh, I got surgery on my shoulder because the fall, the, the fall uh, and no on my back, thank goodness. But that was just a reaction. The people who was there saying that when I was falling, I turned around, a reaction, uh, something to say myself. When our um, somehow we're in a situation like that, we tend to react, and that can help you. Uh, you know, when the adrenaline, adrenaline kick in. But that's no the best thing to do when have to do with life and relationships and situation and news that we receive. But a lot of people was reacting. We saw politicians just to react, reacting to the news 
trying to be on the on TV, trying to be on one side, one one side saying this. So we're gonna say something different. So we saw many politicians and some doctors saying, hey, everything's gonna be okay, okay, no big deal, go outside, uh, be with people, blah, blah, blah. And now you cannot find the people that person, that people anywhere because they were wrong. They just reacted, they, they didn't do their homework and they just went for it. And they they tried to hide and they have been deleting those videos from their social media, but it's too late. You can find them anyway. Uh, so when there's a place for reacting, a place uh, where it can save us, but in situations in life, reacting is not good. And I think this season will help us to mature a lot. Now, why is it so important, important to learn to respond and not to react? When in relationship, when you just react, if you're a le- in leadership, in your marriage, in your church, uh, when you just react, you just you just re- reacting out of an emotion, um, a, very naturally, and you don't know what is happening at the moment. And a lot of time that will trigger another reaction, another reaction, another reaction. So many people lost their marriage, people lost their job, people lost the credi- credibility, they lost. Um, uh, ministries. Some people is one uh, reaction away from a lawsuit. So that's why it's so important to learn to respond. Now, during the times when there's a lot of pressure, uh, when there's the things are not clear, uh, people who's no good leaders uh, are they they get find out they they because they tend to react. They tend to do stupid things. They, they start panicking, you know, they start running around, they start making decisions on the fly, on the fly, on the fly, and they're not responding. A good, a good leader, a mature Christian will learn to respond. Uh, what is the key, though? The key to learn to respond and not to react is to, first of all, acknowledge the emotion. And let me explain you this. When we react, we tend to do it from our emotion, for how we feel. We're angry, we're unhappy. Uh, we're sad, we're scared, whatever, we react. That's what happened. That's why people was running to the store to get toilet paper. They're just reacting out of fear, out of fear. But to be able to respond, I have to acknowledge the emotion. For example, saying, I'm fearful of the news. I'm fearful what's happening. I'm fearful what's going on. And you acknowledge it. And one of the things that's very good, especially if you have somebody who you can talk with, uh, your spouse, maybe a friend, when you verbalize those things, it helps you a lot because actually lose power. When you verbalize that emotion, actually when you hear it, maybe you're going to realize how stupid it is the way you feel. Or maybe the way you feel is, is not really the best way to feel without with the situation. Maybe saying it aloud will help you to, to see things as they are and not as they appear to be. Now, the news, the news cycle, they need to feel 24-7 news cycle now. News used to be just, you know, one time a day, so the news was specific to inform people. Now they, they, the cable created this uh, 24-7 news cycle, so they have to make up stuff and repeat, 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 repeat. Uh, people who watch news all, all day, they're constantly reacting because they hear bad news, they co- and they're emotionally sick because all what they hear is bad things, but really bad things. And not only that, not only that every other commercial is medicine. <laughs> so you not only feel bad emotionally, you're getting sick too. Anyway, so uh, if you're in that uh, a place where you're just reacting, you need to acknowledge the emotion. I'm fearful. I'm scared. I'm concerned. If you're a Christian, you, we, you should be completely aware that 
that you have to acknowledge the emotion. We we deal with this every day when we face situations. One time, I received a phone call from the school. My son was sick. He was crying. I was able to talk to him, and I panicked. I have a bad reaction. I took my car. I left my job. I drove like a hundred miles per hour. I got to the school, and all what it was was he had something in his hand, a little mark, and he was just freaking out. But my reaction was I couldn't. I put in jeopardy my finances. I couldn't get a ticket. I put in jeopardy my life. I couldn't get in a, into an accident. Uh, I put in jeopardy my whole family because what if the accident was bad and something happened to me and I cannot work anymore and all that stuff. So reacting is really bad. We have to learn to respond. We That's why we call the people, the firefighters, the police, first responders and not first react, <laughs> reactors because they prepare themselves to be able to respond even under pressure the, the, uh, in a good way. So we have to acknowledge the emotion. So whatever you feel in these days with the coronavirus, just admit it. I'm fearful. I'm concerned. I'm scared. I don't know what I'm going to do. I lost my job. It's Monday tomorrow. And uh, what's going to happen? Uh, I cannot go to interviews because I cannot be with people. And acknowledge it. Don't try to hide it. Acknowledge the emotion so you stop reacting and you, you learn to respond. Now, good leaders, uh, good people, will learn to put themselves ahead of time in situations. They will prepare themselves. They will try to respond. Uh, for example, what are the special forces or even the policemen and, and the uh, firefighters do they train? They put the, the, themselves in hypothetical situations in the trainings uh, so they can feel the pressure and they learn to respond under pressure. Uh, they go to different uh, scenarios. They do different things. So they, they practice, they practice, they practice, and they repeat. So eventually when the pressure is on, they know how to respond and not to react because they, they know their reaction because in the reaction, you're not thinking. The reaction you're just doing out of the motion you can do a, you can do something that can end up being a big mistake. So they'll learn to respond. So you can do the same. You can put yourself in hypothetical hypothetical situation, especially if you're in charge of people. Uh, this day, people is 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 looking to you for answer. If you're a leader, if you are in leadership, you have a position when people report to you. Right now, people is looking at you for answers, looking for uh, in you for. Uh, resp- uh, the way to respond for plans for how we're gonna do this. And if you're panicking and you're just reacting, you you don't deserve to be in that in that chair. You have to um, just give it to somebody else because you're not ready. It's in these times when real leaders uh, uh, you can see them and find them versus the one that they're there because they know somebody. They're there because they have been in a place for a long time. They're there because. The other the people who chose them, they're not no, they don't know better either. But th- it's in this time when they you will find out who's a good leader and who's not. So you to become a good one, you can put yourself in situations ahead of time, hypothetical situations. What will you do with this? What will you do with that? Uh, how will you feel when this happens? Now you have to be honest. You cannot be a superhero and you put yourself say, ah, if this happened, I will be this. If this happened, I will do Superman and Spider-Man, and that's how I react to danger. That's not true. You have to be very honest and be able to ha- come up with plans. Um, one of the things that you can do, especially in relationships, for example, we heard we uh, we heard a lot these days. Uh, for some reason, this is nothing to do with the coronavirus, but because the the vice president is on TV a lot, 
Um, there have been a lot of talks about his own, the rules that he follow, uh, he follows uh, meeting uh, ladies and, and never being alone with another lady, et cetera, et cetera. I totally agree with that. I think it's very good. Uh, he's probably anticipating the emotion. He's just trying to avoid having a reaction that could happen in private, that could cost him his family, his uh, his job, his reputation, all that stuff. So that's the same thing that we can do. One of the things that I have done in the past is to put myself ahead of situations. What will happen if, and I have some things that I'm, I'm, I try to always stay and, and respond the same way. So for example, what if somebody will uh, attack me or say something about me, I have decided ahead of time, I will never defend myself. Why? Because that makes me upset. If somebody, I'm just going to be honest, who like to be attacked and, and people lie about you and say things about you? So there have been people saying that I mistreat my family. I heard people saying that I mistreat my children and stuff like that. They think they really hurt and they don't even know me. And I have, and, and so you can be, if you're in leadership and you're a public person, you may be attacked. You may be attacked uh, in different ways. And for some reason in Christianity, they happen more often than it should. I mean, never you, between us Christians, we should support one another and love one another and not being attacking and attacking the character of people, et cetera, et cetera. But I have decided when somebody attack me and say things that are not true and come from a wrong place, I will never defend myself. And why? Because I know if somebody says something, especially when it have to do with my family, I will be upset. So if I will re if I react when I'm upset, probably I will and I I will do something wrong. I will say something wrong. So to avoid that, I I have decided ahead of time. If somebody attacked me, somebody accused me, I won't defend myself. It's something that we all should do. Um, we all should put ourselves in situations that we learn. We we, we try to be ready. There're gonna be times when you know uh, it's hard to respond. Another situation, especially in, in a work environment when people work with emails and messages um, and people, they don't use uh, the phone anymore. <laughs> everybody texts, everybody email. And sometimes you have two or three offices very close together and people still email when they couldn't go and talk with the person and avoid a lot of misunderstanding. But if, for example, you receive an email and the email is some is criticizing your work, is criticizing what you're doing, is criticizing uh the way that you perform, whatever, you know, criticize, you made something, you, let's say you work in a creative world and you're making things, you're creating things, and those things are your baby. Uh, and somebody come and criticize your baby, say, uh, that, that design is ugly. I don't like, that doesn't represent the company, blah, blah, blah. It's very difficult for you to say that you won't take it personal. It's always personal when uh, that happens. So the worst thing that you can do, you receive an email like that, for example, it will be to respond immediately because you will respond from a place of being upset or being angry, uh, from a place where you will say or do something that will cost you a relationship or your job. Uh, so, for example, I personally, when that happened, uh, I will write an email and I will send it myself and I will read it the next day. In a lot of occasions, when I read it the next day, I realize the the situation is not such a big deal. I realize that uh, I don't have to respond that criticism. Uh, and I realize sometimes it's better just to respond saying, hey, thank you very much for the input. I will keep working on it, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the original emotion, angry, upset, it could take me to a place where I react and you can make things really bad. So for uh, there, there you go. I have another 
uh, situation there that you, uh, that I prepare myself, that you can prepare yourself to never react. So it's very important to learn to respond and not to react. Okay, now, as Christians, we have a, a, you can call it a benefit or you can call it an advantage. What is the advantage? Uh, and, and I'm not saying that it's easy what, I, what I'm going to say next, but we always should know how to respond. Let me give you, let me tell you something. One, one thing is that we know as Christians that in our lives, there's no accidents. All things work together for good. Uh, for his glory and his working, his plan, his purpose in our life. Uh, and I'm referring to God. He worked his plan, so there's no accident. You might be surprised, but God is not surprised. So starting from there and, and also knowing that, that Roman 8, 28 saying that all things work together for good. So uh, even as surprising this news is, as difficult this is, uh, it's not a surprise for God, and it's still for my good and for His glory. So that right there, it should help us so much to be great responding. Now, I don't want to say that when you receive the bad news in the, from the doctor or from your job, when your whole humanity is shaken, all your dreams and everything fall apart, that is easy. But as I mentioned before, acknowledge the emotion. And as Christians, we also have the other benefit. We can take that to God and talk to Him and say, I feel sad. I'm angry. I'm, I'm, I'm so concerned. I feel destroyed. I need help. And we can do it on our knees and, and, and ask God to help us. And He will do that. Now, the problem is that many times we try to uh, fix it and manipulate it ourselves because when things are good, we tend to not be as close to God, I guess, from our viewpoint. Um, so when things go bad, we feel a little guilty to go to God because we haven't really been uh, seeking Him when everything went well. So maybe that's something you need to change in your life, and maybe you should be seeking God even when things go well. But regardless of that, He still takes you back and always ready for you and to receive you. And He will allow things in your life for your good. He working all things together for good. So as Christians, we should be so good responding. Now, what can we do as Christians? To help us remember that. And today everybody has time. <laughs> a lot of people is not working. A lot of people is at home. So if you're at home, I want to challenge you to do something with uh, your stories. Uh, with your try to try to trace in your life different situations. Um, they happen. Maybe world event like the coronavirus. Uh, a world event that happened in so many years and and you know, and and this happened, and then this happened, and this happened, and because all those things happened, I'm right here right now. Doing that will remind you, and you can have it in a big place where you can see every day when you wake up, so it remind you that God is in control. Uh, it will help you. It will help you to understand that all things work together for good. And as Christians, we shouldn't never, 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 never be in panicking. Uh, if we find ourselves in that place of we're panicking a little bit and reacting, we should stop. Stop immediately and acknowledge the emotion. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. And uh, this morning, uh, I actually wake up this morning thinking about some situations uh, related to my work and just going through it, going through it, through it. And I got a little frustrated just by myself, just thinking about it. And I thought, you know what? I need to stop. I need to stop thinking about all these things and go to pray to God. And I told God, I feel this. I feel that. And... Immediately there was a release of that. 
I, I, I was able, this is the thing, when we learn to not react, if, if I'm reacting from those frustrations, my goodness, I will make a mess of my career, I will make a mess of everything. But no, my response was, you know what, there's nothing I can do. I went and I prayed to God. He brought peace to my heart. And then I was able to see things as they are, as not as things appear to be. So learning to respond is very good. So, and one of the things as Christian we can do is trace events in our life and see how God has worked in all those events uh, for our good uh, through history. And I'm going to end with a story. And like I said, learning to respond have to do ev- with everything with acknowledge the emotion. I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm unhappy. I'm frustrated. Uh, maybe I'm too happy. Maybe I'm too excited about this. It shouldn't be the best time to buy, to buy this because I'm too happy. Uh, so when you acknowledge the emotion and you can take it to God or you think about it, it will help you to respond better. And sometimes the best response is doing nothing. A lot of times the best response is doing nothing. And like I said, as Christian, we should be expert responding. Why? Because we know that God is in control and God is there's no accident in our life. And a great thing to do to, to remember that is to trace events in our lives. Trace events in your life and you will see how God God work um, and how he had been putting all the things together for your good, for my good, uh, in an amazing way. So let me finish with this story. I'm going to tell you something that probably some of you may may say, what? (laughs) How in the world? But let me tell you this. So I like to to say this, and the reason because I like to tell this story is because to remind people that, that it's true. God is working all things together for good. Let me tell you an example. The Vietnam War. Uh, Vietnam War was a horrible thing. A lot of people died. Uh, terrible thing for a lot of young people. A lot of families get broken. A lot of people uh, with uh, problems after the war and all that stuff. I know that. It's a terrible thing. But even that, God was working all things together for good. A young man went to the Vietnam during the, the conflict, uh, a Christian. And uh, with the with the uh, with the Marines and the young the young young man in that environment, uh, he touched bottom with alcohol, uh, putting his life at risk, driving drunk, all that kind of stuff. The young man, when uh, was finishing um, uh, his 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 tours in Vietnam and all that stuff, I guess all the responsibility he had there, he realized he needed to come back to God, and he. Re- rededicate his life to God. Because he rededicated his life to God, he went to a Christian college. Because he went to a Christian college, he met a Christian lady. Uh, and this Christian lady was, at when she was 12, she was called to become a missionary. Because she was called to become a missionary, uh, they both decided to go to the mission field. They got married. They have children. Uh, and they went to the mission field. And they went to the mission field to plant new churches in, in in some countries. Because they went to plant new churches, they started new churches in, um, you can call it the server, suburbs of some capital cities in South America. Because they went there and they started some churches there, uh, they actually opened a church close where I live. Because they started a church close where I live is where my parents actually went and they saved their marriage. Their marriage was dying, you know, close to a divorce. And they went to this church that this young man 
who was in the Vietnam War and touched bottom and rededicated his life to him because all what happened there, uh, and he decided to follow Christ, and he met this lady, become missionaries. They went to plant this church, and this ch because this church was planted close to my house, and my parents was in need of help. They went to help. They went to the church. They saved their marriage because they saved their marriage in that church. The young that young man started. I started attending to church too, uh, trying to find solutions to my own life and all that stuff. Because I started attending to that church, I met my wife. And because I met my wife, which actually was uh, the daughter of that young man who went to Vietnam, we got married and blah, blah, blah. Today we're here. So they, yes, as, as bad as Vietnam War was, to some extent, God was working all things together even before I was born for me. And that's how we have to see it. All of you, everyone. So, and with that story, I just want to make the point that every time something happened, every news that we hear, Instead to react, especially Christians, especially Christians, we don't have, we shouldn't re react like crazy. We should be the light and the salt of the world and the way that we respond because we know that all things work together for good, that we're not alone. This is not a surprise for God and there's no accidents. And yeah, he's working something. And if you get sick and if you get sick of anything, God is still in control. He's still working something. So we as Christians, if you're a Christian leader, my goodness, you have a huge responsibility to learn to respond well, especially when the pressure is on. People who is following you because they want to follow or because they just, they're just under your leadership, you are responsible before them to have great responses to situations and no reactions. And if you're a Christian in general, we should be the light of the world in the way we respond to this crazy news, to these crazy things that are happening. And to, to finish, when, uh, we, we, we have the Bible, and the Bible has been telling us uh, for years. When we have been reading it, we have been uh, studying it, that this thing's going to happen. This event will happen because they announced that the, the, the Jesus is coming back. See, a few weeks ago, we celebrate uh, Easter, and we celebrate the tomb is empty, right? And he resurrected, blah, 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 all this stuff. All great. But he also said that he went back, he went to heaven and he's coming back. So even in those things, we don't need to be surprised. We shouldn't. So I want to challenge you, all, all of you, to learn to respond and not to react, to acknowledge the emotion and to deal with emotion before you respond, before you respond. And then you can have a great response and safe relationship, safe environment, safe um, all kinds of things in your life because you're responding well. And second, trace in your life those events. And I promise you, when you start doing that, you will remind how God always has been faithful and nothing has been out of control. He has been working all things together for good for your life. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for uh, watching these, these videos. And please share, share this online uh, on Facebook and YouTube. And I will talk to you soon. Uh, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about discipline. I'm very excited about that. And I'm going to try to do some things different. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Have a great uh, quarantine time and enjoy the time with your family. God bless you. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. 
please help us spread the message of chasing growth by subscribing, commenting, and sharing this podcast on your social media and circle of friends. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Again, thank you for listening and keep chasing growth and stay tuned to our next episode.